Welcome to Heart Warriors Radio with your hosts, Jeff Casper and Yona Brindis. Learn more about Jeff and Yona by going to the website at transcodes.com. Learn more about our show by going to our website, outoflimitsradio.com. Jeff and Yona, how are you both doing? Happy quarantine. <laughs> Hi there. Hey, we're doing good. Happy <laughs> quarantine to you as well. <laughs> well, get ready for a shift in perspective because we are not going to be talking about death, craziness, and disaster. We're going to talk about how to strengthen your spirit in the middle of these weird and trying times. Jeff and Yana, what are some of the things that people can be doing right now to strengthen them themselves? Well, I mean, there's many different perspectives, uh, aspects of life uh, where we can strengthen ourselves. Let's start out with what does not strengthen us or what weakens us. And that clearly is, you know, this um, fear mongering and this feeling of like hunkering down and and, and locking yourselves up and, and being afraid of getting infected. All right. And the news isn't helping. Obviously, the government's aren't really helping with their decisions. So those kind of things, they evoke a lot of uncertainty and anxiety in people. And that is already proven to lower a person's immune system. So that's probably, yeah, if you put focus on, you know, the, the deadliness and, you know, the death toll and the spread and so forth, then um, that's definitely something that will not be helpful from any perspective, any psychologist, any medical doctor will confirm this, all right? This is not good for your overall system, whether it's that you suffer from insomnia as a consequence of that, you know, or from ruminating or, you know, just anxious thoughts, excessive worrying and so forth. Those are things that severely impact a person's immune system. Yeah. And then on top of that, like since a lot of us are kind of staying at home, we're trying to do smart thing to kind of limit the curve and all that you know there's also this issue right now where a lot of people because they aren't working or they're working less or they're at home more often they're they're kind of either binge watching tv now we just talked Yona mentioned it with the news and all that kind of stuff but there's also things going on right now where people are binge watching tv they're binge watching uh, movies but they're also binge playing they're doing all kinds of video games and stuff and a lot of people are being challenged right now because when you go into that it enhances anxiety because usually we watch intense things. If you're playing video games or things that checking out, you're also enhancing your dopamine levels, which typically leads to either feeling completely run over, like you're tired, or if you're the type that gets aggressive, what happens when you stop playing or you know when you stop doing it? All of a sudden, now you're amped up, you're riled up, you're stressed out. You're actually activating the stress part of your of your nervous system, and that leads to potential issues. It enhances your anxiety. You get feel like you're more hyper vigilant. You feel like you're constantly pushing yourself. And then it affects your sleep, and that also can lead to health issues. So it's managing things better. It's managing your energy. Yeah, and also socially within the families, you know, that this is another aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, it leads to, I mean, we're already seeing um, drastic increase of domestic violence. We see drastic increase of substance abuse. You know, all the, the, the social issues that are already there, right, they, um, you know, they, they just tend to blow up now more so it's not that i mean this is what i tell people this there's a common sense to that it's not that the COVID 19 situation uh, creates that it's more like what didn't really work under quote unquote quote unquote normal circumstances can't really work better under 
a stressful situation. And then you throw in, you know, increase in unemployment, you know, and, and true uncertainty, you know, like the fear of, of a financial crash, the fear of loss, uh, you know, of, of, of money, of retirement and so forth. So there's a, a lot of reasons why we really have to deal with adversities right now because this isn't really just going away. This isn't just poofing away, all right? Whether our governments say that um, the, the businesses can open or not, I mean, the virus doesn't know that, okay? It's like... It doesn't go, okay. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't go, okay, no, I don't, I don't infect any people anymore. That's not how this goes. So one thing that can help, and this is the first thing that, that I would recommend people who have the, the intellectual capacity is to actually inform themselves because what we know from you know counseling, from coaching and, and studying the human nature is that the, the part in us that doesn't know, the fear of the unknown, all right, is probably the worst trigger for all of our coping mechanisms, for all of our ego stuff. So educating ourselves can help a little bit. Now, there's one problem with this right now, and that is that our media is no longer really run by journalists. You know, it's mostly run by people who have some kind of vested interest, be it a political interest or a monetary interest. And so the information that is out there is very hard to discern. It takes a lot of time for someone and also experience to, to do research, to find out what this, you know, virus actually does, then, you know, uh, you, there also is a lot of research done. So every week they're coming out with new insights, with new numbers. We already know that the existing numbers are skewed because we don't really have any representative data. You know, we don't really know, you know, what the true infection rate is. So there's a lot of people out there that could swear they already had it. And we don't really know what the total death rate and all these kind of things are. We won't know until there is representative data and in, in statistics that that would be the data where, you know, like say a whole entire, uh, you know, a certain percentage, typically 10% of the whole population is tested. And then we know, you know, sort of what the sort of random spread is. Okay, but that will help. It will help to to understand that all the data that is out there is mostly based on projections. It's mostly based on statistical and computer-based models, right? And that therefore, you know, it's it's not something that we can take for for effect. In other words, when they come up with new insights based on, like I said, continually growing accurate data, it's not that they're changing anything. It's just that they're really now starting to scientifically research the virus and the virus spread. Whereas before this, we were just working with computer, computerized models. Okay, so education helps. And then we find out that there's a lot of things we actually can do once, you know, it's already known how the virus works. It's already known what part in us is attacked and it's already known what we can do all right so the good news about all this is when one actually studies 
the the whole situation, not just you know the genome of the virus. And, and I mean, who studies the genome of the virus, right? Nobody. Um, I do not study the genome of the virus. <laughs> you know what I study? Nothing. Study the... <laughs> time. Right. Okay. So, so the good news is, okay, that this virus has weaknesses. This is the cool thing. Okay, and all we really need to do is focus on those. Okay, and there's a common sense, and I, I have to put out the disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor, all right, I'm just an ex-chemist, all right, which means I can read studies, all right, and what this tells me is that there are some things that are very, very easy to do, combined with me being a, an energy healer and us working on helping people not just through tough times, but also through their physical illnesses and helping them heal them. And you know, the beauty of this virus, if you can say it that way, is that the, the weaknesses it has are all things that we can all do without any special things. Its biggest sensitivity, its biggest weakness is sunlight. And the other weaknesses are our first responder immune system, which are controlled by vitamin C and vitamin D, but especially vitamin D. Our hydration levels and a certain, you know, some habits, okay? Habits such as drinking hot beverages because it's extremely sensitive to heat, right? Knowing that it stays in our throat for four to five days before it's replicated enough to actually enter the lung. And enter the blood stream because there's certain things that are just now coming out that it's actually not a respiratory disease that is caused by COVID-19. It does something way more vicious, actually. It attacks, you know, the membrane in our in our blood vessels that are responsible for oxygen ox, um, for the oxygen distribution in our body, and that's the the lung is just the first that responds to it when there's not enough oxygen in the lung, okay? So there are some things that we can do that have to do with pre preventative medicine that have been known for 30 years, all right? So certain diets yeah, that, are, that are more conducive to that. And we can look at you know, the, the, the bat in this case, you know, the carrier of the virus, and look at what's unique about this bat, why does this bat doesn't get sick, okay? And there's... Very, very clear research out there. Number one, vitamin D defici deficiency. Okay, in Europe, the studies have all shown that everyone in the, the ICU, that end up in an ICU, the, the intensive care units, had severe vitamin D deficiency. That doesn't mean that if, uh, you know, you, you have vitamin C deficiency that you <laughs> immediately get sick, but it means that the severity, the severity of the disease indicates a correlation with your vitamin D levels. And vitamin D is something that our body can form itself through going out in the sun. All right. There's also dietary aspects to vitamin D, obviously, but there's a simple truth, and that is that people who are out there in the sun who increase their vitamin D levels and maybe supplement, okay, it's... Vitamin C and vitamin D are the cheapest supplements that are out there, okay? That they are, even if they do get sick, 
that the likelihood of being asymptomatic, you know, not actually having severe symptoms or no symptoms, at least not bad enough to having to go to to the hospital. Right? It's very, very high. Then the hydration level, how much water we drink. Vitamin C needs to be supplemented because what they found out is that that one of the unique things about the bat is that it actually produces vitamin C. And it doesn't do it like we produce vitamin D. It does it continually. There's a continual drip of vitamin C into the bloodstream of the bat, and that prevents, that literally kills off the virus. All right, so what we need is a diet, supplementation, that provides our body with a continual drip of high vitamin C levels, like for the body, absorbable vitamin C, you know, not ascorbic acid. Pure ascorbic acid cannot really be absorbed by the body and and can do more harm than good. So liposomal vitamin C and, you know, the compounds that are out, and you can get that in health food stores. It's not very expensive. And then it takes four to five days for it to replicate, to even, you know, create like severe symptoms in you. All right, and it stays in your throat. They know exactly where it stays. And it's it's a fold that we have at the at the end of our trachea. And that part over there is, you know, hard to reach. So you can't just physically remove it. But you can gurgle with salt water, for instance, or mouthwash. And you can drink hot teas. So we we are actually recommending everyone to just drink hot teas throughout the day. Or hot water will do. Because one of the, the the other points that the scientists are making right now, and this is this is clinical data, is that you can reduce what they call the viral load. You can reduce the amount of virus in your body, and that seems to correlate with the severity of the symptoms. So the more virus you have, the the more severe, the worse it gets. So by doing these. These simple things, going out in the sun, drinking hot water or hot teas, gurgling, drinking enough water and providing your body with hot, hot beverages and uh, providing your body with vitamin C and vitamin D. Even if you get infected, you can severely change the outcome and, you know, how it all goes for you. And then, of course, adding anything to that, but of course, the lifestyle and proper exercise. Now, you know, we can't do it, like, with each other, like, in, in person, communication, you know, talk to people on the phone, Skype, you know, do the Zoom, whatever, interact with people, because a lot of what's happening right now is people are isolated, that also adds to anxiety, also adds to stress, mm-hmm. because when we don't, like, when we have a tendency, now, sometimes because people are introverts, they need a little bit of time by themselves, that's fine, but when you do that too much, we shut down, we cut off, we begin to focus and ruminate about what could happen to ourselves, because that's all we're dealing with with anybody else so spending time if we do have family close by with our loved ones um, if they're not close by calling them reaching out and then exercise is key too because exercise helps us all this stuff that Hannah just talks about daily exercise of 30 minutes it helps boost everything it boosts your mood it boosts your your immune system it makes your body have regular regular processing all kinds of stuff so by adding in the simple basics of life you enhance the potential that's the, the of either getting through it or not having it so it's real simple stuff. And then, of course, from a spiritual energetic level, it's also connecting with them, getting into that feeling of your body, noticing what you need, noticing what's 
not from a panic state, but more so just getting into a relationship with your body and your energy. And as you enhance your conscious state as well, the chances of viral infections increase or are happening or actually increasing also drops. They have done some very cool correlational study and subjective studies that show as your consciousness level increases, you have a tendency to get less sick. I think we're really at the dawn of a huge shift in people's awareness yeah. towards self-healing and preventative medicine. And, you know, the problem with that is, to, to be a little critical, you know, about the systems, the healthcare system that we currently have, and um, also uh, the pharmaceutical industry and so forth, is that there's not much money that can be made. You know? And I'm seeing this now as an energy healer. I've been talking about these things for 10 years, and all of a sudden it, it starts to grip in people that they actually do have the power to change things, that they actually can heal, that they can prevent disease. Well, I mean, there's always people who wouldn't eat broccoli, you know, even if it would save their life, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, but there's cool, really cool supplements out there nowadays, you know, that that grip right into that the, they're, the, they're produced from whole foods, you know, not sort of chemically, artificially produced, and where the healing power of nature is really encapsulated. You know, those things are like vital now. It and it's it, from an energetic and emotional and even from a mental perspective, it changes everything. Because if I know, first of all, I need to know that I can do something. Then if I engage in doing that, I'm, I'm not only changing the energy towards myself because I'm, I'm, I'm doing increased self-care, right? But I'm also feeling empowered. I'm also feeling stronger within myself. Well, you're, you're also focusing on. So what happens when people who watch the news too much or who get too caught up in their anxiety or fears or feeling um, stressed out, they get into what they don't have, what's been taken away, what's hurting, and they start to pull within, they start to collapse. So doing things that we're talking about enhance your focus on life, on expression. Even if, you know, we do get, like if one of those rare people, even if you do all these things and you get a really bad case of it and maybe even leads to death, you can still enhance your life while this is happening, even that, that short time. But if you do this stuff, you also have a much higher chance of facing this and becoming stronger. And you become, like Yona mentioned, as this, this process, you become more involved in living. Period. Yeah. So in a way, you know, uh, you know, if we look at a larger perspective here, if we look like, say, 10 years down the road, okay, not even, you know, looking into the future now as an as a visionary, just, just looking at sort of the social shifts and changes and the values that are changing right now. One can say that this is actually a very positive development because really what is coming to an end right now is this like sort of naive and, and, and a parasitic narcissistic way of dealing with our resources. We all knew that this, we couldn't do this forever. Okay. And that includes the exploitation of our own bodies. Right. So, what we are experiencing right now is a, sort of a truth training with what is actually self-sustaining and what is not. And so for us as, as, as healers and visionaries, this is, you know, what we have been waiting for, okay? The shift that we have been seeing for like decades, okay? We just couldn't anticipate how it would happen, how this shift would happen.
Who knew that it was going to be a sun disease? I call it a sun disease, like sun, sun, like some other people here, uh, you know, on the internet, because it's 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 so it, it, it's it's so extreme the difference. Okay, with someone who actually goes out, like people who live uh, in in climate zones that are warm that have summer right now in the in the northern hemisphere you know i tell them i said look if you have to work if you like say work at a grocery store and you were exposed okay you you're most likely exposed okay and you know you live a mile or two miles away from home walk home because the sunlight has such a strong clearing effect on that virus okay that by, by just walking home you know, because the, the, the virus also attaches to surfaces. That's another thing that's going to come forward more in the future. It's not just the aerosols, you, you know, the droplets. I get it. It's making me feel awesome because I like to ride my bike and walk around mm-hmm. with my shirt off outside. That's the healthiest thing you can do yeah. right now. Well, that's wonderful. You know what? I just learned this recently. I don't know if this is a weird thing. I think people are just getting nuts. And it, like, I, I'm going to keep it very <laughs> positive. But apparently, if you are a man... And you're walking around with a shirt. Some people find that to be unnerving, which I don't understand why. I figure that, look, if you got like four or five jelly rolls in there, and you're like, you know, you got, you know, you big, big fat guy, then I could see some people being unnerving. But if you are very good looking and you have a good toned abs, why wouldn't people want to look at that? By the way, I'm the first category. I'm the jelly donor roll. But... <laughs> but... People usually feel uncomfortable because they feel uncomfortable about their own bodies. So, yeah. 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 So they attack what they don't want to. They don't want to do themselves. But so, then we live in Florida here. We yeah. have a lot of guys running around with shirts off. You know, both categories. So here, you know, it's not that it's not that unusual. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's you don't want to see. You know what you don't adore, what you don't aspire to. You want to see what you aspire to, so that you can have right. a better right. image of yourself. Right. But even people that like run around that are really really fit, that can also make people angry because they can feel jealous. So. A lot of times that's just uh, in this day and age where PC is still like driving things and uh, still still freedom of speech. People think they have the right to get complaining and bitchy about everything and they want everything to stop that doesn't fit their opinion. So it's, I think it's great. If you that, if that works for you, that is enhancing yeah. the vitamin D, it's enhancing the sunlight, it's enhancing your health. I'm so telling cool. you, getting a dog, you know, right now can be a lifesaver. Yeah. You know, not just for your heart health and and your emotional health, but really also for you got to go outside. You get a, you have to go outside and you spend some time in the sun and you know it's you have a more routine life. You know, I mean, this is obviously part of of, of what stresses people out is also the the changed routine, you know, and and often changed sleeping cycles and stuff like that. So, you know that. It, Switching here a little more to the visionary part of my work, Ryan. There, there is something, and I've, I've really, I'm really making this, and you know, focus on on what I put out there right now. Whether it's in weekly truth talks and energy tips and whatnot, is that um, starting with uh, the end of 25, 2025, and the beginning of 2026, we are literally, you know, stepping into a whole different era in a positive way, you know, well, and that's that, awesome. Good. No, it's really important. I think this message needs to come out, you know, that, you know, yes, it's going to be tough, you know, it's going to take like five years, you know, to just sort of realize, you know, uh, sort of what's going on. Yeah. On, on all these different levels, we already know that the economic impact 
um, is, is the one that we need to be way more afraid of, okay, than the actual virus, all right? There's going to be more people dying of poverty and, um, you know, simply loss of work. There's people in third world countries, you know, of lack of resources and so forth as a consequence of the COVID-19 situation. Uh, that will take us, you know, five years. And then, you know, by the sixth year, you know, we're going to go into this sort of, you know, this resourceful human, you know, that realizes that it, that he and she needs to work together, you know, that we, that we as a human race have to address this, that we have to go into synergy, that we have to stop making war. You know, and seeing everything as a fight against. I don't know if, if, if the people are necessarily making a war. I'm, I'm not making war. It's these sociopathic psychos who are military industrial economy. They're making war. Uh, There's a small percentage of the population. When people say, like, oh, you humans got to step up. Like, I think most people are there. It's, you get the, the small percentage of the population. I don't know. Well, but it's in our lingo, too, uh, you yeah. know. You know, like, just 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 watch that, you know, the coding in, in the... In, the vocabulary that we use, you know, is to fight against, you know, the enemy, the war against. All right. It's a very masculine approach. Okay. And, uh, you know, self-healing as opposed to like, uh, you know, say surgery or taking medication, which is also more of a masculine approach, you know, eradicating that which makes us sick. Right. Uh, the feminine approach is, you know, strengthening the system. Okay, strengthening the system within, you know, from within, giving it more nurturing, making it stronger from within. And this is, a, you know, like sort of the larger, larger perspective here, you know, as, as, as far as like sort of a collective karmic task, you know, to move away from this sort of overemphasized uh, masculine view of, of trying to eradicate things, you know, as opposed to working with it. You know, going into collaboration, going into mutual exchange. Everything that we know, Ryan, about energy tells us that this is a two-way street. It's a back and forth. Everything is back and forth. And not in the sense of cause and effect, but in the sense of that it, you know, influences another. It's all connected. Uh, because you both incorporate mental health, physical health, the spiritual do you have to get your mind and body ready in order for you to allow your spirit to come in at its optimal capability I mean, if you have a strong spirit yet your body and mind are not in sync is that going to protect or is that going to prevent you from maximizing your protection not necessarily what, what you have to look at is that the body is part of what we are it's the most densest part of us but we have to pay attention to it a little bit we have to take care of it. Because a lot of people, when they get into spiritual things, they, or consciousness, higher consciousness, they think the body doesn't matter. And they disconnect from the body a yeah, bit. Yeah, so the challenge is, is that it's, it's learning all parts of you. So your physical body is part of you. That doesn't mean you have to be, you know, shredded or, you know, completely fit or vegan or anything like that. But you have to pay attention to it enough to understand some of it. Same thing with your mind. Your mind can be a beautiful thing that can help you with calculations and working through things on a mental level and even doing all kinds of, you know, meta thinking and all this. But when it comes to the spirit, it can get in the way. It's that last hurdle. Because a lot of times people who are very mental, they'll go through it so fast, they won't ever learn how to disconnect from it. So it's the box we get stuck in. 
So a lot of times it's important to know those things, and by understanding them, you can see the limitations and you can see the purpose as well. Our mind has a purpose. Yeah, Our I mean, body has a purpose. We have 48 different energy work modalities, right? And they all gear, you know, at a different level of being, okay? So everybody has, a, you know, starts out somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But there's one thing, you know, that we've always focused on and taught people, and that is that it's their own first-hand experience, them internalizing this, and physical integration, you know, really tuning into your physical sensations, into your emotions, into your thoughts and your feelings, and learning to discern those are instrumental. Because when once you can feel the difference, you know, like, and qualify it for yourself, not what somebody else tells you, okay? So spirituality has, unfortunately, a lot of externalization still. So self-healing is a specific kind of, well, it's not even a spiritual modality, if you will. It just includes the spiritual aspect. But it is something that really focuses a person on the higher power within. You know, not an externalized power, but the higher power within. And for that, it's essential that we experience that and the best way to experience that is through our physical body is through you know the things that we you know sense and that we do in our lives because there our spiritual attitude our spiritual intention as well as like jeff said our mental intention you know our well, our bias yeah. our understanding but also yeah. our goals and so forth you know they come to an expression so I would say if, you know, if you define it carefully, the answer would be yes. The more you include the spiritual component of your being, the more rarefied your understanding of yourself. And the, the better your understanding of yourself, you know, the more you can, you know, sort of thrive, you know, the more you're able to manifest higher levels of, of abundance, you know, abundant wealth, abundant love, abundant health. Well, you'll also make sure that you focus. Because if you have the focus of your spirit or your higher consciousness or whatever you want to call that, then you know that you're at the highest level. You're at the highest level that allows you to step past the emotions and the mind, allows you to step past those limitations because that's not your focus anymore. But you, of course, have to be able to work through those to get there. So that's the challenge. You have to work through that. So I, I believe it's a like Jonah like said, in certain lessons, the answer is yes. You know? So it's, it's a key. You have to know it all to kind of work through it. All right. question I have for you both is, in the coming months, do you think that things are going to get more intense? And even if they weren't, if they're going to stay the same, how do people maintain their sanity and know that what their truth is unto them is actually... There's, they're, they're, they're actually experiencing something normal while the rest of the world's going crazy. How do they know when they are themselves are going crazy when the rest of the world's going crazy? Well, okay, this is a, this a, this is another true another Heart Warrior Radios episode here. Yeah, yeah, that's How do you know it's yours or not? I right. mean, you know, there there is a, a simple thing to keep in mind, and that is a, nine out of ten thoughts are not your own. Okay, so. It's, I think it's more likely that if you are really aware, and, you know, this, of course, includes cultivating certain disciplines, you know, like 
I mean, it doesn't always have to be meditation per se, but really anybody who's 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 seriously interested in um, uh, self empowerment, self healing, and and uh, abundance, you know, will end up uh, starting to uh, to meditate at some point. But if you really cultivate this, all right, then you will notice how much of uh, all the the mental stuff and how much of the, the thinkingness and all that is actually biased and is coming from the outside. Right now, I think one of the safest things, uh, you know, in general, regardless of what's going to happen, uh, to do is not to listen to all the, the back and forth that right. is coming in from the outside. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right? Because, you know, this is uh, the, the visionary me that, that makes these predictions the next year and a half is going to be a constant back and forth, Ryan. And it's going to ease up, and then they're going to reverse that, and they're going to tighten up again, and then it's going to ease up again, and then it's going to tighten again. All right? We're in the middle of the first wave, and there's three waves that's expected. Okay? So this is something that we're going to have to deal with, actively deal with till the end of 2021. Okay? And there's going to be a lot of back and forth, and I can only you know, really appeal to people that they start listening to their inner feeling. All right. Obviously we have to, you know, comply with laws. Okay. So if there is, you know, a specific law or whatever, you know, that, uh, that asks you to do certain things, fine. But you know, there's, there's boundaries of things too. You know, uh, there's countries where, you know, couples and families uh, that are separated, you know, say in different counties because they visited the, the um, like relatives or whatever can't get back together. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm being honest here. I don't know if I would heed that. You know, if I was separated from my kids because I went to visit my mom, okay, and I can't get back. I mean, those are things that, that make no sense. Okay, so some things to make no sense. Okay, other things do make sense. Flattening the curve makes sense because of our entire infrastructure falls apart, well, then we are in other kind of trouble. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, it's, a, it's a thin line. But as far as like, you know, just maintaining our own sanity, I would recommend people to go into self-mastery, into self-management, mm -hmm. right? And anything that is not self-sustaining, you know, as far as the lifestyle is concerned, needs to be rethought. This is a wonderful time really to review all these things. And there's so many people awakening right now and getting sort of this last kick and courage to really change things in their lives, you know, to finally break out of the toxic relationship or to finally start their own business. You know, there's so many new opportun opportunities that come with all this shift and change in values that if we only focus on the negative aspect of it, right, then, it, you know, we get we get pulled into our own inner darkness. And right now what we are seeing here is that the biggest danger ahead, you know, through this time, because it's a constant back and forth, and if you externalize your power, you know, to, to outside, you know, to an outside authority, then, you know, you get pulled into your own inner darkness, so that's the biggest threat that I see, is people getting pulled into their own inner darkness. Well, they just get pulled into drama and don't realize it. that, you know, it's just that drama and they get caught in it. I mean, they live in that spin. Mm -hmm. you know, and then 
didn't realize that there's stuff left. It will be crazy, Nikon. That part I clearly foresee. Oh. All right. Well, uh, we can't end every show on a high note, but that's the way <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, let me let me get put a positive note in here. All right. You know, you know how many years we've <laughs> talked about how bad it was and how we don't fit in and yeah. how the system is sick and all that. People forget this a little bit. You know, they want the old back, and I'm like, hey, dude, remember? You know, you you didn't really feel that you fit in. Okay, and don't wish the old back. There's an opportunity here. Okay, because the old was sick for most of us. It was already crazy making. Yeah, I think the world's always been crazy. It's kind of wonderful. You know, your whole life you think you're nuts, and then you see the world going crazy. You're like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Nah. There are studies now that show that all the energetically sensitive and empaths, you know, and fringe dwellers, that they're emerging now as the strong people. I feel because good. Because they have. They have so much practice in all of that that it doesn't even phase them. We've already gone through the dark night of the soul. Yeah, yeah. We've already been working on our shadows. Like so, that, yes, <laughs> and, and uh, you, you brought it to a point here. You know, the better you know yourself and the less you lie to yourself, the easier it will for you to get through this. Yona Brindis, we were just about to end the show on a negative note. And you <laughs> pulled us back in. As soon as I, you pulled us back in. That concludes this edition of Heart Warriors Radio. Thank our very awesome host, Jeff Casper, Yona Brindis. Bringing the love, bringing the powerful energy, bringing the healing. Well, Jeff and Yona, by going to the website of transcodes.com, learn more about our show by going to outoflimitsradio.com. Jeff and Yona, thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. That was killer. That was very positive.